0: hello everybody welcome back to mindful reality i haven't made an episode in so long and i'm so sorry um i've been everywhere i didn't know i was going to be gone for that long or i would have stacked up on episodes i thought i was going to be gone for a week and i ended up being gone for three weeks and it all happened so fast i'm sorry anyway Today's topic is going to be about relationships. I am currently in my first serious relationship and I'm learning a lot, just so much about, you know, boy-girl dynamics and um, relationship dynamics in general. I'm learning a lot about myself, how I react to things, how to like keep everybody happy. I don't know. It's definitely been a really great learning experience for me and I love just talking about stuff like this because I feel like at such a young age, we have so much to figure out when it comes to relationships and being in a serious relationship with somebody is a little bit more complicated than you think because you're having to learn how to accommodate for somebody else constantly um, and just make everything fluid because Especially, I'm a very independent person, and so is my boyfriend, and so us trying to share our lives and kind of give up a little bit of independence in order to just include somebody else in anything and everything, I'm not going to say it's been very hard just because we love being around each other, but there are certain things that we've just had to learn how to do with someone else and how to have our alone time Even if we're together a lot. I'll get in more into that later. I don't even know if that made sense. But I have a lot of questions from you guys right in front of me about relationships. So I feel like the best way to go about this is to go off of questions that I'm getting. Because then I know I'm answering stuff y'all actually want to hear about. Um, The first thing I want to talk about, it says, your view on trust in a relationship. My view on trust in a relationship is that if you can't trust the person, you shouldn't be dating them. If you can't trust this person to only be loyal to you, I don't think that person is in a place where they should be in a relationship if you're worried about them going off with someone else or talking to other people or trying to get fulfillment from other people. If you're genuinely worried about that for a good reason, I don't think that person is is ready to be in a relationship. Because when you're ready to be in a relationship, you're ready to only need fulfillment from one person, whether that's physically or just talking to them and stuff like that. Obviously, having friends and everything outside of that is equally as important, but I'm saying romantic fulfillment. They should only need romantic fulfillment from you. That's what I believe. I have gotten into a relationship with somebody that I shouldn't have trusted but I did and I still haven't changed my philosophy on trust that person wasn't worth my trust and that's okay um, because I learned a lot from it and I learned that not everyone is worth my trust but as I've gotten older I feel like I've done a lot better at picking people that I'm only going to give my time and effort to if I know I can trust them my boyfriend currently does a lot of traveling and and I'm not always there. He's in different cities and sometimes he'll go out without me and I have no issue with that whatsoever. I have never woken up in the morning and wondered if something happened last night when he was in a different state because I know nothing happened. Um, I will say I have to hand it to him because he's really good at verbal reassurance and I think that's a really big thing is when you guys have that type of bond where you're each other's best friends and just nothing else is really interesting to you romantically, then it's a lot easier to trust that person. My view on trust is that it is all or nothing. It is the base and foundation of a relationship and you shouldn't get into a relationship with somebody if you don't think you're ready to trust them or they're not worthy of your trust. How to keep your friendships and relationships from getting in the way of each other. This is a really good one. And I am not the best at this, honestly. I think that my take on relationships is going to be one of a young person because I'm only 18. And I just got into my first serious relationship, and we're traveling a lot. And I've just never, you know, felt this way and been this excited about somebody and just kind of been so involved with somebody. And so it's been really hard for me to to balance my friendships and my relationships because whenever you start to love somebody and really care about them all of your attention goes to them and all of their attention goes to you especially in the beginning and you always feel like a first option constantly being with that person they're like your best friend and so it's really hard to want to go do other things than be with that person all the time. I haven't done a very good job of balance if I'm being honest. I think that That's something I really need to work on, and I think that it's really important to keep your friendships and make them feel valued. Even if you're spending a lot of time with your significant other, you should still be texting your friends, calling them, see what's up, you know, um, hanging out with them one-on-one, which I haven't done a very good job of, if I'm being honest. Um, If I'm going to give tips for how to do that, I would say make your boyfriend or girlfriend friends with your friends and make friends with their friends because I'm so down for my boyfriend to go hang out with his friends and even when I'm with him like we were just in Utah and he's like hey we're going to go golf like let's go and I was like no well honestly I just don't really like golfing with them if I'm being really honest but I was like go have your boy time because I think that's important I don't want to keep him from his friendships because I think those bonds are very very important and if anything were to happen to the romantic relationship you're in right now you would want those bonds back you know what I mean and cutting off your friends isn't cool I've been on the other end of it where my friends have got a boyfriend and I never see them again they won't even answer the phone and it's not fun they kind of feel your friends start to feel like they're not a priority and all the years y'all spent making a bond is now over you know overlooked by You know love that you're experiencing and like on i'm being completely honest. I haven't been good about it I can sit here and preach about how it's not okay to do that And i'm i've been doing like i've been spending most of my time with my boyfriend And I haven't been with my friends as much and I feel really bad about it I feel really guilty about it But i'm trying to have grace with myself because i'm still learning how to balance that your first love It's more exciting than anything Sometimes you just get blinded and start to forget about other things that were important to you So I think my best tip for that is just let him have his boy time. And if you can't trust him to do that, that's an issue. But let him have his boy time. And you take that to go have your girl time. Still be catching up with your friends. Just schedule a lunch. Schedule dinners. um, Still go to things. And make make friends with his friends. And have his friends make friends with your friends. So y'all can all hang out together. And then when your friends... I think this is a really big thing. When your friends are friends with your boyfriend or girlfriend, then they, they are in support of your relationship more. You know, how can your friends support and encourage a relationship when they don't even know the person? So, and then when you're like, oh, me and -and so-and-so are doing this, like, oh my gosh, that's so fun. Like y'all have fun because they want the best for both of y'all because they're friends with both of you. Like they have that connection with both of you guys. And then whenever you show up to places with that person, they're excited to see that person as well. So I think that making friends with their friends and having them make friends with your friends is really important. Honestly, that's something I'm working on and making those connections is going to be one of my biggest um, tips. Uh, I see a lot of how to handle jealousy and how how to handle friends of the opposite gender. So I understand being jealous of friends of the opposite gender. I'm not, I don't get super jealous about that only if they've had a past. It does make me feel kind of weird, you know, because and then you're thinking like, I don't know, what if there are leftover feelings or what if there are, I don't know, it's just weird. And I understand that perspective, but That's, you have to remember this person is dating you and if you know their character well enough to know that they wouldn't be dating you if they were interested in anyone else or anything else then you need to trust them on that and be secure in that. And having those weird feelings of insecurity if you feel like you shouldn't be and you kind of are anyway, it just means you care. It just means I really want this person to only be mine. Because I've had I've had situations in the past where I would catch myself feeling relief when I knew that they were kind of talking to someone else or maybe still involved with someone else because... I never wanted things to be super serious. And it kind of showed me that maybe this isn't someone I want to be serious with. Like, I've never really experienced jealousy before now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that having a friend of the opposite gender, you just have to set boundaries. Like, for me, whenever I'm around my guy friends and everything, when he's not there... I make sure like all of my guy friends know about my boyfriend we all talk about him they're all like hey he needs to come to this like how's he doing how's he doing in, in rodeo like how's he da 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 like they ask me questions about him and I make it like a common topic because when you're constantly talking about your relationship guys won't feel comfortable making a move on you or they shouldn't <laughs> a lot of guys will kind of back off when they know that it's something that is really important to you. Um, whereas, if you're in a relationship but you never talk about it, and you maybe talk about some stuff that's a little bit, I guess, inappropriate or get too close or insinuate things, you know, it. That's where you're kind of in some weird gray area. But if you're gonna go out in relationships without the other person a lot, you just need to make it a common topic, not be overwhelmed. Bearing about it or weird, but just, you know, be respectful. Do act as you would want your significant other to act whenever you're out, whenever they're out and about. Like, you know what I mean? Just have that respect for that person. And if you don't find yourself wanting to continue respect and integrity when that person's not around, then maybe you're not in the place with that person to be exclusive, or maybe you're not in a place to be in a relationship. I think that this was how to handle jealousy. I totally went off on a tangent. I'm so sorry. But what I'm saying is, it is easy to be respectful of your relationship, even when you're not with that person. I think it's easy. It's been really easy for me. And I think it's been pretty easy for him as well. And if you know that person's character well enough, you should know that they're out acting respectful and being jealous, a little bit jealous, is normal. You just have to handle it right. You have to, if you're concerned about something, just approach it and a really calm um, non-accusatory way you know just ask normal questions and if that person gives you reassurance like they should then just try to let it go you just have to trust your person and if if you can't trust your person that's a that's a different issue but I think where jealousy becomes a really big issue is when you kind of will create problems in your head maybe you don't do this but I've seen this happen before sometimes you'll create problems in your head and you'll go and accuse your significant other of doing whatever you've created in your head and that's when it becomes an issue because I just think approach everything really calmly and if you are a jealous person, just have that communicated in the beginning. I don't know, I think jealousy and trust go hand in hand. Like, I trust my boyfriend so much, I don't usually get jealous. How to not get the ick? Um, The ick is inevitable. It's just whether or not it ends things for you. Like things that I would usually get the ick from guys, when I get the ick from my boyfriend, like I just don't. I just don't because when you love somebody, little things like that, like you'll think about it for a second, but it doesn't really matter. There's nothing that can truly ick me out about him cuz I'll it, it's just funny. When it's that's the difference for me. When I don't like a guy and he does something like that, it's icky and that's how I know. I'm like if he can't even withstand the ick, then I gotta look elsewhere. Um, But if you really love someone and you're like super into them, then the ick becomes funny. You know what I mean? How to deal when one partner needs space but the other doesn't. Um, If you're the one who needs space, just be really reassuring asking for space and let them know that nothing's changing. You just need space. And if you're the one giving space, be respectful of their space because badgering somebody is never going to make them, you know, appease what you want or give into what you want or like you more or want to give you more attention. If someone needs space, give them space and be respectful about it. Qualities in a relationship that I look for. Um, all right. These are things I look for that I think are really tell tales about character. The way that they talk to their parents, the way that they talk about their parents, and the way they talk to their friends, those are big ones. Because if you see him acting one way to his friends, and then he turns around and says other things, it's just a defamation of character. Like, you know how that kind of person is. If people are super inclined to talk badly about their friends as soon as they leave, then their loyalty isn't as strong as you'd probably like it to be, at least not for me. So that's a big thing for me. The way they talk to their parents, having respect for their parents just shows a lot of maturity. Um, and a big thing for me is a is a family guy. I understand if like there's a situation where their family isn't the best, but um, if they have the opportunity to be a family guy, I think that's really important. I think it shows a lot. I think it's going to be, a big i think it's going to be a big indication of how they're going to be if you ever have a family with them and um i think that that's just a really great foundation for your characters to love your family and respect your family ooh the way that they act when something doesn't go the way they want it to i've had times where my boyfriend he has a bad ride and i'm i'm nervous i'm like oh gosh what, what's he going to be like is he going to be upset but when something doesn't go his way, he will never make it anyone else's problem. Just because something bad happened to him doesn't mean everyone else has to suffer for it. You know what I mean? He wants to he wants everyone around him to have a good energy. You know, he wants to keep the energy up. He doesn't want his problem to be everyone else's problem, and that is a huge thing because everybody can be happy and kind and high energy when everything's going their way. But when stuff's not going their way, that's when your character really comes out when stuff's not going your way because you have to either be mature about it and just understand life goes on and you want the people around you to be happy or you'll make it everyone else's problem and that definitely comes with time and maturity I'm not saying just because somebody isn't like that now doesn't mean they can't be in the future but that's a big thing for me The last thing I'm going to say I look for in a relationship and you can test this out in like I guess the talking stage or whatever is when something upsets you, do they make you feel bad about it upsetting you or do they want to sit down and talk to you about it and figure it out? If they don't want to sit down, if they don't think it's worth understanding how you feel and talking to you about it and just even if they don't understand why you're upset, if they don't think it's worth it to sit down and try to understand why you're upset then they they don't really care that much. They don't care that you're upset. They they just want you to be happy and everything to be okay. They don't want to get behind what's wrong and, and how can we fix it. It's fighting against the problem, you know, not the person. And um, if as soon as you guys get in a fight or an altercation, they switch up and act like the feelings they felt aren't there anymore, that's a big red flag. When stuff goes south, they should be the exact same person that they are. When you're up on that hill. And I know it's not always gonna be perfectly like that, and that comes with maturity and learning about relationships, but that is a very important thing to at least work on. How to not feel bad about having no romantic experience growing up. Um, If anything, I think that that's something you should kind of take pride in because you almost don't seek constant fulfillment in romantic relationships. You are fulfilled and happy with. You doing your thing with your friends and family and a romantic relationship is just an additive to your life, which is how it should be. So not having experience doesn't mean you're not desirable or there's something wrong with you. It just means that it's not your priority right now and that's completely okay. When that does come, I think that a lot of guys kind of like being that first or guys and girls kind of like being that first love, that first person to show you the ropes and romantic relationships because... It's not like you've done this all before. You felt this way about someone before you've you know, you haven't met the whole family gone out of your way to make them feel loved like those are very special things when they're happening for the first time. And so I think that having no romantic experience growing up will just make your romantic experiences in the future more special. But I will say there is a lot to learn in romantic relationships so getting that experience is really valuable. So when that comes, just try not to be naive because I was very naive. <laughs> but I did learn a lot from it. So Aspects of a healthy romantic relationship to you. I kind of explain those in what I look for in relationships. So I'm in a group. What yeah. are aspects of a healthy romantic relationship to you in with qualities I look for? Because I think those two go hand in hand. Thoughts on dating to marry versus just for fun. I think that this goes hand in hand with dating in high school because a lot of people are against dating in high school and I completely disagree with that. Dating to marry versus just for fun, both of those things are okay. Dating for fun, I think that's not only okay but important. I have learned so much in dating guys that I'm, I know I'm not going to marry. I've learned about myself. I've learned about how to accommodate for another person. I've learned about red flags to look for in people. I've learned about trust, how to respect relationships, um, the type of person that's worthy of your time. Like, I think that dating for fun or for experience, it's been very important to me. I think that that's the only reason I've been able to be in the serious relationship I'm in now because... I've had all, I've had that much experience with dating, but I'd say enough. Um, I've probably had like three boyfriends, but some talking stages also. I see nothing but positive gain in dating for fun or for experience. And um, dating to marry, I think that's just a different outlook. You need to start looking at the way, like I said, they treat their family Um the way they talk about people, the way they handle their money, because that's important. You know, do they want to be successful? Are they putting work into themselves outside of the relationship? The way that they handle conflict, because if you're going to have to deal with that for the rest of your life, um, you don't want someone who just blows money. You don't want someone who becomes a different person when they're either under the influence or whenever you get in an argument. Like, you want somebody that you want to raise your kids. And I think that's a completely different outlook when you're dating to marry versus dating for fun. Ooh, this is good. Okay, how you know that you're ready to get into a relationship? How do you know you are personally ready for a relationship? I've been in a relationship where, it wasn't, we weren't completely dating, but you know, it was like we were exclusive. And um, I had just found myself I really did like the guy and he's a great guy, but I found myself using it as a distraction and something to pour myself into because I didn't want to face kind of what I needed to. Um, And I just, I ended up ending that because I I wasn't ready to be there. I found myself doing things not for myself, not living for myself. Um, Signs that you're not ready for a relationship would be things that like you aren't doing well in that relationship is your only motivation to get out of bed, your only motivation to wake up in the morning so you can text them. That's a sign that you you probably aren't ready for a relationship um and there there might be just like a little bit of a bigger problem. I found myself ready for my relationship personally. Now that I'm looking back on it, this was a huge green flag. I did not want a boyfriend. I tried to <laughs> gonna kill me but I tried to friend zone him like I didn't want to get into a relationship Um, I was in my own words anti boyfriend like me and my friends were talking about it we were anti boyfriend we were about to go to college we didn't want to get into anything and sometimes you just find the right person when you're in that stage and that's kind of how you know you're ready for a relationship is that you're not looking for one or at least that's how I found myself the most ready for a relationship I've never found myself so ready to be in a relationship as to when I was completely happy with that one. Like, I didn't even want one at all. So that was, that was like a big green flag to me, looking back on it. I didn't want a relationship because I didn't need one, and that's when I've gotten to my healthiest, most serious relationship. So I think that that's a big tell. Boundaries versus controlling. Um... This is such a great question because there is nothing harder to watch than a girl or guy being absolutely controlled by a relationship to where it's almost more negative on them than it is positive. And for me, there is no sort of controlling tendency in our relationship, which I'm very happy about. I know I'm making it seem really perfect on here, but I'll try to answer some questions where we can talk about like issues in our relationship, which I wouldn't say there are much, but. They definitely, we argue and stuff, so I do want to talk about that. But for now, um, looking for signs of somebody being controlling, I think that if you have to ask yourself and question if it's controlling, it might be. And I think a big thing is to ask the people around you, like, do you think this is a healthy boundary or do you think this is controlling? Because when you're so deep into a relationship and in this situation, you don't have that outside perspective as much as you'd like to think you have perspective it's a lot more difficult to get that perspective when you're very much in the middle in the center of something i think that boundaries most of them are pretty unspoken if you get to a point where you feel like your boyfriend or girlfriend is constantly asking you to bend over backwards and change the way you do this, this, and this to the point where you feel like you're just overdoing it and you don't even feel like you're yourself and you don't have any freedom. You know, when it gets exhausting trying to accommodate for their quote-unquote boundaries, then that's where it can get controlling. I can't really give specific examples of each just because it's different to every relationship, but I've never ever had an issue where he's like, you can't wear that or you can't hang out with these people. I don't think that that should ever be a problem. I think that you guys should be able to trust each other enough in a healthy relationship. You should be able to trust each other enough um, to make that decision for yourself. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have to exactly tell me his boundaries or at least he hasn't yet because I know, I I take it into consideration. How would I like it if he did this? Okay, I am or or I'm not going to do this. You know what I mean? So I think boundaries are something that you could assess yourself I think these kinds of things are things you have to assess yourself and kind of base it off of the relationship and the dynamic y'all have and I think a big thing is if you think it's getting a little controlling talk to other people about it and see what they think because sometimes you just need perspective how do you deal with lack of communication after already having a discussion about it I think that If you've already had a discussion about something and that person continues to not want to put forth effort for that, especially if it's something as important as communication, it just shows lack of, I guess, care. Like they don't care um, about what is important to you and what's making y'all's relationship stronger. And I think that that's worth another conversation. And if they're going to continue to dismiss that issue you have a bigger problem on your hands you know even if you really do love or like somebody if they aren't willing to put an effort to work on things as big as communication then someone else will why are men so complicated men so stupid when being in a relationship like I'm in obviously a heterosexual relationship so I can't really speak on relationships of other sorts. So I'm just going to talk about this one. This is the only thing I have experience with. Um this is one of the issues I've kind of dealt with a little bit is the difference in the way that our minds work. He is very much a boy. He is a manly boy man whatever he is and I am very much a girl. In my, you know, I I'm pretty laid back and I can take a joke and everything, but I care about what he thinks about me and some things bother me that wouldn't probably bother him just because our brains work different, differently, our anatomy is differently. Everything's different. You know what I mean? Our our hormones are different. Like that's just, there is a difference between boys and girls in the way that they think and for him, he's never been in a serious relationship like this, and he's never really had to, like, he's dated in the past, obviously, but it's never been this serious for either of us, and so I feel like he's never really had to share his life and accommodate for somebody the way that he is right now. That's honestly sometimes difficult for him just because, obviously, he's not a girl. He he isn't inside my mind. He doesn't understand the way that I think sometimes, and each time something like this gets brought up, we get better and better about understanding each other. Um, Sometimes he doesn't understand why things upset me. And now he knows pretty well how to handle that and how to try to look at things from my point of view. And even if he doesn't understand them, still try to accommodate for the way I feel. Because even if he doesn't understand it, he respects it. And if he doesn't, he should. You know, Even if you don't understand the way someone else feels, you should respect it. If you really love the person, you should be willing to work through it. Obviously, there are certain things where it's just ridiculous that they're even saying something or thinking that way. But most of the time, when you've chosen this person, you know, it's worth sitting there and just trying to understand the way they think in order to solve the issue. But yeah, women are complicated. And sometimes guys are too. I know I'm I'm pretty complicated. I'd say I'm pretty simple and easy to date, but getting in a serious relationship with somebody, it's it's going to be a little bit complicated. It's never going to be smooth sailing all the time, but the fact that he's going out of what he knows and is comfortable with in order to understand me and get through things with me and and you know, let his mindset soften up a little bit just to try to understand me is really important and it's a big tell. Learning the way that my mind works and the way I think about things and what makes me happy and what makes me upset. It's just, it's really important that a guy, he kind of softens up his manly mindset in order to understand you. And sometimes the same for a girl. I think it goes both ways. At least in my situation, I don't think this is everybody's, but in my situation, like he's not as sensitive as I am obviously and I wouldn't classify myself as sensitive in general but definitely more than he is you know I don't know sometimes I'm a little sensitive but whatever um when you care about somebody you just become more sensitive to the way that they think and feel about you and that's okay but I've kind of had to learn to toughen up a little bit sometimes He doesn't want me to be upset by the things he says. So if he makes a joke or like a random statement or something that kind of upsets me, I don't need to make a big deal out of it every time because sometimes it's just not worth the altercation. You know, I know he didn't mean anything by it, and I just need to toughen up a little bit. I have to accommodate for him just like he has to accommodate for me. Um, And when something's bothering him that I don't really understand – I need to try to understand it and just sometimes let it go. You know what I mean? So it goes both ways. Boy and girl dynamics and the way they think are very different. So if you really care about somebody, you have to make that work. Um, And it's not always going to be easy, but it's completely worth the work. And then eventually you'll understand each other a lot easier and it will just get easier and easier the more work you put into it. Like I said, um, my relationship is not perfect. It hasn't we haven't even been dating a year or anything. So it's like it's the most serious relationship I've been in. I think it had to progress a lot faster just because we we lived three and a half hours and so we ended up being with each other for long periods of time rather than just like little dates and little dates. I feel like we progressed really pretty serious quicker than other situations. But like I said, we're not perfect and I'm not saying I'm perfect in a relationship. I'm just saying I've learned a lot and so I really like to share this kind of stuff with me I'm sorry I really like to share this kind of stuff with anybody who just wants some perspective because perspective is really important I just like sharing things I learn and him and I have just been having a great time and traveling and stuff and when you travel with somebody and stay with them you learn a lot about them and the way they handle things and you know type of person they are and my biggest advice that I want y'all to take away is when somebody truly values you you'll never have to ask for anything you'll never have to ask them to reassure you you never have to ask them to treat you like a priority you'll never have to ask them to include you I don't have to ask for anything because this person really values me and I feel like I do a really good job of understanding my worth especially as I've gotten older and this person truly treats me as I'm worth, if not more, like you just need somebody who is excited about you, values your opinion, respects you, wants, wants you there for everything, you know? And so I think that getting into a relationship like this is truly such a blessing and never take love for granted. It's, it's one of the biggest blessings we will ever get in this life. And so I think it's really important talking about relationships and how to keep them healthy and honest. And, um, yeah, I like sharing what I learned because what's the point if I don't share it, you know? So yeah, I hope you guys got at least something out of that. I'm so glad that I got to sit down and do this. Um, I think my next episode might be about high school and my high school experience. If y'all want me to do relationships part two, let me know. I have a bunch more that I like to say. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next time.